Very challenging episode to record. I ended up judging myself a ton in this episode, and you can actually feel it in my energy. Though, I think I did provide some good clips still and good insights. I talk about my great challenge of being ahead of the curve and the downside of that, as well as I talk about my first cut. I talk about moxie energetics and the challenges and imposter syndrome and a whole bunch of stuff around that and what's not working around that failure to integrate certain things into my life that I wanted to, um, changing identities, fucking growing a ton. There's a whole bunch of random topics in this. Hope you enjoy this and I will catch you later. This is the Josh Moxie journey. Ladies and gentlemen, today is May 5th, 2019. It is Reflections 43. And uh, Reflections is a weekly episode where I get on camera after I'm done reflecting my week and I share my highlights. I share what I learned, I share where I grew, I share what's working, what's not, how I can improve, and a bunch of other random stuff. And in the process, I'm, I'm not only aiming to document my history and timestamp a week in a given point in history, but also to give you as much and bring you as much value as I can through my own reflection and my own experiences and my own lessons and such. Anyways, without further ado, let us get right into today's show. What's been on my mind? Gary's lock, the Gary lock screen has been very on my mind right now, which is a picture of him laughing and the caption is when they have entrepreneur in their bio, but they haven't sold a fucking thing. And it really motivates me. And it's been, I just see it every time it's on my lock screen. It's just like, it's frustrating. And it really makes me want to act. I've also been thinking a lot about Ever After. And it's coming up and like equally excited for, but also like, it's also meaningless. It's just very interesting. A lot of dynamics happening there, but just like a detachment with also some excitement for the music and seeing the certain people and all that jazz. When I was going on walks this week, I was pondering a lot what people think about when I'm in public and I talk to myself because I a thousand percent do. I like, especially when I'm nervous, I legit start muttering things under my breath, whether people hear it or not, I don't know, but I'm just like talking to myself like, ooh, here I'm going the la 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 la. Like I just, <laughs> I start like saying, oh, I, I start like planning out loud is actually what happens. And it's, uh, it's pretty funny, but I wonder what people think. I'm just always curious, what is going on in people's brains? Are they perceiving me or are they just focused purely on themselves? There's so much There's so much potential for different options. Being historically correct is absolutely on my mind right now. I've been thinking about it just a ton. This is always something that's on my mind. It's just, I don't know, it just always is. Getting my wisdom teeth removed. So I really want this to happen. And equally, I'm like scared that I have to take drugs for it and I don't want to ruin my no drug streak. So that's frustrating. But at the same time, I'm like, I just really want them out. They're so fucking random and they're not coming in at all properly. So I will have to get them removed probably in time. My hair. So as you can see, if you're on video, this is a little bit crazy right now. Um, it's a, It just hit four inches, which means that's almost halfway to bun length. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, it's about eight months though. And then by next year, by summer next year, it should be ready for bun length, which I'm very fucking excited about. But man, it is out of control. It's crazy. I did a coconut oil treatment the other day, just washed my hair. It feels like it, everything just went away. Not exactly sure what to do with it all to keep it very healthy. But anyways, 
Uh, it is a journey. <laughs> it's fucking huge right now. Thankfully, I have hats to make it a little bit easier, but not exactly sure what I'm gonna do with ever after. We'll see. It probably just end up rocking a fucking huge fro, double O style. Um, he is my fro inspiration, one thousand percent. What were my favorite wins? I finished the 32 day run of a subliminal I was on and I'm especially glad that's over because I cannot have the laziness that was partaking in the end of that. It was just like, I need to be taking action. I need to be motivated. I need to be disciplined, specific, driven, all of these things that lead to results. And it makes me want to just like chill and be lazy and stuff like that. So. I'm glad that's over, but it also did help me grow in a lot of ways otherwise, so I'm grateful that uh, that run's complete. Recorded eight episodes this week. That is the most I've ever recorded, and it could even be nine or ten by the end of the day because I'm going to go on a walk, and I sometimes do like to record there. So I just love it. The only challenge with that, though, is because I am so behind right now in content that it's like I kind of don't want to record anymore because I'm like, let's catch up for a second because I hate being so behind, but... Good, good contact coming out of this, nonetheless. Lots of, uh, lots of growth in that aspect for sure. What worked? Taking walks to burn extra calories. So I'm on a cut right now. This is the first like proper cut. I did like a mini seven day cut last year, but this is the first proper cut that I'm doing, and it's in time forever after. It's gonna be a total of like 39 days or something like that, and. It's going well so far, but part of the program that I'm on with uh, Kino Body, it's going to be a couple walks per week, a couple tra two training sessions, and some abs, and I might slip in some yoga there as well. But doing walks is just really nice. It's calming, it's relaxing, but I can also make it shorter. So doing things like running, for example, or jogging, speed up that gap. Um, it also trains my calves when I do that, so that's helpful as well. But and I was learning that the hard way this week. <laughs> But uh, adding things as well to make myself like productive during those time periods because it can be, it's like 42, 42 an hour. So anyways, doing things like listening to podcasts, uh, reflecting was one thing I actually tried out for the first time this week and that actually worked really well. What else did I do? Um, you can do mind dumping, strategizing, re recording other podcasts, which I Recorded one podcast on my walk this week, but anyways, these are really fucking peaceful. Glad I'm doing them. I'm going to continue doing them and uh, it's good to get outside as well. Like I was saying right there, training calves three times a week has been really helpful. I want to build bigger calves because my calves fucking suck. So when I'm back to actual proper weight training and proper growth, because I'm in a caloric deficit right now, so good luck building muscle, but um, specifically the mass aspect, you can still build strength, but it's just harder. Anyways. When I'm back to bulking again and lean bulking, I will be probably training calves three times per week because they just, mine are so fucking resistant to growing. So got to do some better work in that aspect, but I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it at least now to build a habit. Staying in the proper zones of my calories and my macros for this cut. So what's really working right now is number one, first and foremost, I have a very powerful why, which is I fucking want veins popping out of me. And I want that to happen in time forever after. So that's my main motivation. Um, the games are, the game I'm playing, the gamification is very fucking specific. The numbers are there. I know what's winning. I know what's losing. Um, everything's very clearly defined. I am being disciplined. I am being specific in nature. I am doing things anyway, whether I, whether I feel like it or not. 
And ultimately, the benefits are very top of mind as well. There's just a lot of good things working to make that happen. Implementing gamification. So for me, I'm applying it to Moxie Energetics and content, and I'm already seeing a massive fucking jump in my desire to improve these numbers. It's so simple the way I'm tracking it, but just the act of starting to gamify things inherently just makes me fucking amp to go do things. It's crazy. I am just insanely competitive and I, I just really want to win every game I'm playing. So it's really fucking cool to do this. I'm keeping things super fucking simple with this. I have a Google sheet and then I have the date and six metrics I'm tracking. And we're gonna use Moxie, or we're gonna use content as an example because it's just super fucking, super measurable and transparent. Um, for one, we've got micro content created, micro content posted, uh, stories posted, long form episodes posted, long form episodes edited, long form episodes recorded. And I threw off the order there a little bit. But anyways, you get the fucking point. It's but it's like, even if I put down a fucking zero, I am still amped to get that up and put it down enough zeros in a row. You're like, fuck, I need to change this badly. I'm watching that happen right now with my micro content. I have not posted in like four days or whatever, but it's just like, it's so much more different than usual. <laughs> I'm just much more motivated. And I love this. It's also working really fucking good for Moxie Energetics as well, tracking certain things that I'm like, damn, I need to take more time to train sales. I need to take more time to train the techniques. I need to take more time to do X, Y, Z things, um, acquire more clients, etc. All these fucking things. It's really working all so far. I'm really grateful for this. I love gamification so much. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Not enough check-ins throughout the day, meaning I want to keep myself as urgent as possible. And the urgency has gotten better, but it's still not anywhere close to what I want it to be. Um, I want to do a better job of checking in on an hourly basis. So I think I'm going to be setting alarms throughout my day at every hour to ask myself, okay, am I on task right now? Am I on purpose? More importantly, am I... Am I closer to where I was or am I closer to the goals I want to hit today? What are my daily goals? Am I doing what I need to be doing? Where can I improve? What's not working, etc. These types of questions, usually better questions than what I'm asking right now. But anyways, these types of things. <laughs> and uh, I just need to do a better job of doing these things on an hourly basis. And maybe I even throw in vision check-ins where I start to like look at my dream board, remind myself of my chief aim, remind myself of my reasons most importantly, and just like all the types of uh, all the types of tasks that are going to increase my urgency, increase my drive, increase my motivation, increase my inspiration, and keep me at a much higher per hour output. Inability to read reflections. I just seem like I'm incapable of going back and fucking reading a document. It is ridiculous. Um, I want to change my expectation from every fucking day to three times per week. I think that'd be better. Either two or three. I think it'd be really key just to keep last week's lessons top of mind and make sure I'm applying everything I learn. Um, as well, adding that to my power list can be super helpful and just figuring out a way to integrate it into my daily routine that leads me into my next point, which is there's a lot of little things right now that I should be doing that I'm letting slide because they're not part of my routine. So I've got to craft up a way of integrating these types of things, whether it's my morning ritual, whether using check-ins throughout the day, whether it's like timers, whether it's scheduling it in, there's a bunch of different ways to do this. But anyways, things like dream board, I'm looking at my chief aim board, 
practicing my pitch, revisiting plans, reading reflections, consistent check-ins, etc. Power list would also be a great way to integrate these things. They've just got to happen. They're too damn important to my day and to my success. Also, I'll throw in Trello in there. Completely forgot about that. But just like these types of things that are going to really keep my drive high. I'm working on content more than I am on actual business right now. And it feels fucking silly to do so. So anyways, I've got to just continue to gamify things and it'll continue to uh, motivate me to do more on Moxie Energetics than I am on content. I've also got to do a better job of remembering what's actually going to bring me more impact and moolah long-term. And it's and actually short-term as well. And it's absolutely Moxie Energetics over content 1000%. Specifically, it's an MSM. And also keeping the vision top of mind and enjoying the pain. All these types of things. Inaction and overthinking around Moxie Energetics and the idea of networking and sales and all this jazz. It's fucking petrifying to me. I am feeling a ton of imposter syndrome right now. I know in my core that I have something very valuable to offer and I can really fucking help people and events and situations and companies and what have you. But the reality is my ego is trying to throw everything it can at me right now. It's fucking ridiculous. It's throwing the most bullshit pieces of doubt at me, uh, bringing up every fear it can. It is remarkable what it's trying to do to me right now. Things such as not wanting to waste their time and feeling like I might waste their time and questioning if this stuff actually works, if all my successes in the past with NIMSAM are just a fluke, um, just a lot of stuff, man. I don't want to be that idiot in the inbox as well that's 23 years old trying to help. Like, I'm scared of that. I'm really scared of dealing with some big fucking dogs and then just feeling like I'm just this fucking small guy and in terms of like results wise and wondering if I can actually help them and like there's a lot going on there (laughs) I've clearly got to do some more work on it when I tackle this area this is one of the most challenging areas for me and the most important um, because when I do it it's going to yield the highest return of the tasks I can do right now so that's why there's a lot of resistance around it the, the most important things usually have like this, you could think of it like in a video game, the biggest prize yields the highest boss and the most, like the hardest boss to face. And that's absolutely what I'm going through right now um, with this. But once I do it, it's going to feel, feel so fucking good. But anyways, I'm focused on the wrong things. I, uh, I have to do a better job of focusing on the value I'm bringing the other person and stop focusing so much on myself. I have to focus on how I can help. And that's related to the first point. I have to do a better job of keeping my vision top of mind and also knowing what happens if I don't do this task. And like, it's almost like an anti-vision, if you will. And of course, doing it anyway and facing that fear regardless of how I feel. But anyways, I will get through this and it will grow me a fucking ton. And one step at a time, I will get there. And in addition to all those things I just said, I'll also throw in doing things like truth and lies, doing some more energetic work on it, and ultimately getting mom to help me with this because it's it's more challenging doing energy work on yourself. It's better if you can, when you're so attached to these things, uh, if you can get someone else to do it, that's way fucking better. Not enough time spent on mastering my pitch, uh, improving my pitch, practicing it, and as well related to that, not enough time spent on 
nimsem, uh, practicing the technique. I'm not doing that enough. I am not mastering nimsem as a whole and sem enough. Um, these types of things. I am not doing a good enough job with that. And you probably know the answer by now. It's been pretty consistent throughout this, this section this week, which is power list it, schedule it, remind myself of my vision and ask myself, is this task I'm doing right now purposeful or not? And if it is purposeful, do it. And if it's not, fucking change it. God damn. Completely related to that, by the way, is letting my fear of calling people that I don't know dictate my action because I really should be calling people for Moxie Energetics and I'm letting myself just not do that action and it's, I, I can't continue it. So I've got to apply the exact same action steps as I said before and make sure that I do it anyway in addition to working on all of those things I stated. What were my biggest lessons? Me being on a cut right now, I feel like I'm learning a lot of lessons in this area. So let me quick share some lessons around this topic. First and foremost, calculate your caloric deficit by multiplying your body weight times 10 to 12. Something around there, whatever number you choose, but it ends up, I feel like being around negative 700, kind of wherever you're at. Negative 700 to negative 500 seems to be a decent number for cutting. Something beyond that, probably you're gonna lose more muscle. So be cautious with that. But uh, the goal is obviously to burn as much fat as possible without hitting any, without removing any muscle. So it's like that fine balance of, if you get too close, you you're might start tapping into the muscle supply, which is not the goal at all. It can be helpful to reduce your training to two times per week because your goal isn't to build muscle in this, it's to maintain muscle. During those two, you probably shouldn't go as hard as you usually go. Like for me, I'm only doing two sets on my non-first workouts, meaning, or my non-first exercises, if you will. So like Bulgarian split squats, we'll get three. Bench press, we'll get three. Pretty much everything else gets two, unless it's rest pause, which gets obviously five. But uh, that's working well. Confuse your metabolism to keep that beginning burn going. So you know when people start, first start a diet or first start cutting and they lose a lot of fucking weight really fast? This is fucking crucial, um, but it doesn't remain. And I think a great way that Greg outlined in his aggressive fat, lo aggressive fat loss program is once a day or once a week, have a maintenance day, meaning instead of being at a caloric deficit, you go up to whatever your maintenance is. So that's your body weight times 15. And then from there, that confuses the metabolism and it almost is like wait what do we do now what do we do and from there it almost like resets and you're able to hack continuously keep going back into that beginner's burn and that's why i feel like this program is really effective so we'll see how that all ages but i'm enjoying it so far oh and put that day where you're training because that way you're more likely to build muscle Use chicken and beef jerky and things like this that are really high in protein to help you hit your protein goals. Um, makes everything so much easier because these things are so high in protein that you're able to fit them within your calories and hit your protein very fucking easily. And with the protein, usually I will do on training days one gram of protein per pound of body weight. But with this, since I'm on a cut, it's fine to just do like the recommended by 
pretty much everyone, which is 0.82, because apparently that is the most your body can handle or something like that. I don't know. I always do a little bit more than that just to make it a little bit better. But uh, yeah, gamification is the greatest way to motivate myself. So I have different motiva- motivators and inspirations and stuff like that that keep me going. But there is something so crazy about games that just drive me to another fucking level. Um, I'm realizing how much when a game is clearly defined, when a sport is clearly defined, when the rules are set up, when I know the rules, when I know the scoreboard, when I know the goal I'm shooting for, when I have instant feedback, um, all of these things, the clearer the picture is, the clearer the game is defined, the more specific everything is, the more motivated and crazy and obsessed I become with whatever it is because I just want to fucking win. So if I, if I can gamify every important area of my life, it will quickly make everything so much easier for my progress. And I have done this really well in other er- in some areas of my life. Other areas need updating and they need improvement. So anyways, I'm just glad that I understand this about myself and it's working really well with content and Moxie Energetics right now. And I'll continue to expand and improve and get more specific. And ultimately, it will be a huge driving role in my success long term. If I mess up on a specific message in my content and I want to re-record it, whether that's a micro piece of content in a kind of like a few seconds, like I'll say a word and I'll fuck it up and then I'll say the word again, try to say it with the exact same face and exact same tone so that if I feel like it, I can edit it in a way for that piece of micro content so it ends up being, it flows really well. And kind of like the same is true with macro pieces of content or long form content as well. If I like record something and I'm like, oh fuck, I probably will need to edit that. Though I try to stay away from editing if I can. But if I really need to, I will try to just get in the same type of face, same type of vocal tonality and same type of background if need be as well. All these types of things. And that could be seen as inauthentic. What I'm trying to do though is just continue the flow. So it's not interrupting in a negative way. I wanna just be able to continue whatever message I was trying to say and make sure I am still driving that point home and carrying it to the finish line rather than completely detouring us on this quote-unquote wrong way of getting to the finish line. Drinking game. Anytime I say, anyways, but uh, take a fucking shot. You will die with watching reflections, I swear to God. It is really not worth it to try to convince people. I'm just realizing this this week. The best thing I can do is just state my truth, ideally document it, on some sort of film, and then move the fuck on. Whoever's right in the net score will be right. Period, end of story. And it is whatever. Just document this shit, man. So fucking easy. The closer I can get to getting instant feedback, the better. And I'm specifically thinking about content in this aspect. Reflections 41. It took me so fucking long to edit that. Um, And I would like, I would have liked to have edited the same fucking day for the point that After I'm done recording, I can do things that I like and things that I don't like. And I want to know what those things are so I can continue doing them if they were, if they are working and absolutely punt them if they're not. So like I kept myself too short, not too short, but the camera was pointed too high in uh, reflections 39 and 30, I think it was 40 and 41 or anyways. I fixed it now, but I didn't realize that because I was so behind in editing. You need that instant feedback as fast as possible. So just closing that gap for me would be really fucking helpful for that. 
one of my great challenges in life will 1000% be the, the challenge that comes with being ahead of the curve. So for me, I don't wait until there's scientific proof fucking everywhere because if I've waited to that point, I'm too late. And I like to be at the beginning of things. I like to be um, experimenting with new technologies and be at the, the front, the ground floor, the foundational level before these things are widely accepted. And the challenge with that is I will be looked at forever as um, crazy, a lunatic, um, a fool in people's eyes. Um, I will be misunderstood and other things like this. And I have to learn to be okay with that because if I want what I do, which is to be at the beginning of all this stuff, and even in like in Nim Sem's case, for example, or, or Source Energy Medicine, to be, want to be one of the faces of it, it's uh, it requires being okay with all of those things I just listed. And uh, I'm gonna, gonna have to learn to do that better, but yeah, it is just part of the process. For me, I like science, but at the same time, science is fucking slow as hell. So anyways, when they eventually catch up, all of this shit that I'm, this is why I document this stuff, because I'm going to be historically correct, to quote Gary, I am absolutely going to be historically correct on a shit ton of stuff, and I will be wrong in certain areas as well, 1000%, that is the fucking cost of claiming things and speaking your truths. Anyways, the point is, the, the scientific proof will eventually come full circle, and a lot of the stuff I claim and a lot of the out there stuff will be like, oh my God, this this is why this makes sense. And here's the proof to back up this claim and all that jazz. It's gonna be really fucking exciting. And in the process, I just have to enjoy the pain that comes from being so early in something like this. If you're doing something that really scares you, it can be great to integrate another person that you know, love and trust. Okay, so right now, this specific example that I'm thinking about for this week is working with Levi. Levi is my former business partner in Dfluff. And yeah, I am terrified of having my first clients and uh, having him makes it so much easier because I'm less scared of fucking up. I am, I know if I make mistakes, he's gonna be more understanding. He's more compassionate. I know, we know what we're getting ourselves into. There's a bunch of great things going on here, but just having that person on the, on the other end, ideally, um, who you can trust, who is compassionate, who is loving, it just makes things a lot fucking easier. Making mistakes is part of the process. So again, related to the last point, I'm going to look stupid at times. I'm going to make mistakes. And learning to love this process and learning to love this aspect of the process of actually doing something outside of your comfort zone, expanding, uh, growing. It's just, it is a prerequisite to actually making progress is fucking up, making mistakes, and ultimately trying to fix your mistakes where you can fix your weaknesses that are crushing you and expand your strengths and all this jazz. But anyways, if you can get to a point where you don't care about looking stupid when you're making mistakes in the start, you achieve a very high level of freedom. And I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to that. And it's also very, very much easier when you have someone that you know and you can trust on the other side. So that's that's helpful as well in this specific situation, 1000%. As long as we have a measurable target and a potential cutoff date, a realistic one that is, 
we can work on this with Nimsan. And up until this week, I was struggling with the idea of like, how the fuck do we do this? But mom had some ideas and then working with Levi, I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of potential here. It's not just all, all, always going to be about real estate. We can be working with clients um, and athletes and maybe it's like poker players or business owners or any of these people who have the potential that we can attach our commission in a way to the result because I don't want to, like I want success to be tied to our success. It's like a win-win. Their success is our, our success. So we're both motivated to go fucking dominate. Anyways, love this shit. I'm excited. All the stuff we can do in the future and it's interesting to see where we go with all this. What challenges did I experience? I found myself also being attached to responses or lack thereof. And if if there was like a read receipt or whatever, it actually just read receipts just pissed me the fuck off. And I had to remember that it's there's so many different things. It might not be a mean thing. It might be a, hey, I legit can't respond right now. I love you lots, but I'm busy doing X, Y, Z thing. That's important. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like, there's so many different things. My brain wants to rationalize or wants to create this bullshit story of the worst case scenario, which is just such an ego thing. So stupid. Judging myself during reflections. So at times here and there, I can judge myself while I'm recording. It's happening right now. I'm not, my energy is not as high as it should be. And I'm just trying to imagine like, what would I do if I was on stage, for example? Would I just like fucking get off stage for a minute and just go jump? Like, what the fuck do I do? So, but I'm also trying to just power through and see what that'd be like and try to change my thoughts here and there and try to take things off a pedestal. But man, it's uh, it's challenging. It's not a very helpful thing to be judging yourself, to say the least. Getting some progress in business, but then immediately slowing down. This is such a self-sabotage thing, it's ridiculous. So fixing that is gonna fix a lot of things. And then maybe I will use my progress as a, a building block rather than just a fucking thing to jump over, if you will. I wanna make it a staircase, not a hurdle. <laughs> Ooh, resistant to celebrating any wins. I feel like at any given point, I'm like, ah, a win. Okay, I could have been, I could have done more. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. And uh, I don't feel like this win is good enough. And maybe I'll wait until the next win to celebrate. And all this jazz, it's, no, it's just a, almost like a never ending cycle, really. There's very few wins I'm like actually proud of. It's fucking dangerous. So like, and it also can be a huge advantage as well. So depending on the way I look at it, but it can be very, very destructive and can make me want to not go for wins. And it can also make me want to go for more wins because I'm like, I want to do more. I want to be better. I want to achieve more. So it just depends on the light I'm throwing that in. A tendency to want to fight people if they disagree with my beliefs. Yep. That's uh, I'm getting better at that, thankfully, but fuck man. I just want to fight people sometimes, whether it's even, they might not even be in the conversation, it might just be in my mind, just arguing with people. So fucking stupid. It just showed me a lot about myself. I'm putting things in challenges that probably should have went in what didn't work. Like that right there, probably could have went in what didn't work, but I'm just kind of using that as an example right now. <laughs> but uh, I'm noticing that I just, there's like this weird thing where I'll throw, it's like, Challenges, I don't know exactly what differentiates challenge from what didn't work right now. I have to do a better job of clearly defining a wall right there in the filters. But uh, 
yeah, a lot of shit ends up in, in challenges and I end up going on a fucking huge tangent of random stuff and challenges. Feeling fraudulent about content, meaning I'm making content about success, I'm not succeeding yet. Reality is I am documenting and that's the whole fucking point of this whole, but there's still like that, why am I making content about success if I'm not succeeding? Granted, it is a trial and error journey. It's the Josh Moxie journey. And uh, yeah, it's also annoying how much time content takes. I don't think people realize how much time is invested into the production, the editing specifically. The editing takes fucking, and like the detailing, oh my God. So it's like recording takes the least. I think editing takes, takes could take the, the most or the second most. And then detailing is like timestamping and generating the description and title. That for me is the and and fucking thumbnail as well. That is currently taking the longest for me right now out of everything. And uh, yeah, I wish people understood how long this shit takes. Wanting to remain historically correct, but also not trying to bring people and specifics into these examples that are not mine to share. So I would love if I could share everything. I want to get even crazier with documenting as time goes on, but people do not sign up to be in my content, like just because they're in my life. And I've got to remain, I've got to respect people's boundaries and stuff like that. And it's challenging for me because I also want to call people out at times and say specific examples. And I also would like to, for example, I'd like to say like, I don't like this artist. I think he's, I don't think he's very good type of thing, but these people have feelings. Um, it doesn't even need to be an artist or whatever. It just could be like calling someone out for a certain thing. Like I made this one rant about my sister and I'm not posting it because it's fucking, or at least I'm not planning on right now posting it because it can be fucking mean at times. But these types of things, I am resistant to sharing because I don't want to burn bridges. I don't want to kill relationships. I don't want to send hate. I'm just trying to be fucking real and send my truth. But fuck, man. I wish the world wasn't so sensitive. It's just an ongoing challenge for me. Where did I grow the most? Truths and lies. This exercise has been just fucking all over my mind right now. And it's really helping me grow and show me a ton of shit that I bought into that is not serving me. Things like um, showing me how I have decided it's a good idea to externally root my beliefs. Meaning, if I instead of keeping things inside and internally rooting my beliefs and being okay if someone doesn't believe what I believe. In some situations, I've allowed myself to place it externally, which means if someone disagrees with me, that means I need to fucking like fight them and prove them wrong and show them how wrong they are. Shit like that, dangerous. It also showed me like how external I am with my love, um, validation, approval, acceptance, these types of things right now. I'm noticing that I have much work to do on bringing that back and making that internal again as it once was and just caring less about what people think. Um, yeah, just an ongoing journey with all these things. Cutting the implementation and the knowledge really helped grow me in that aspect. Also working on calves that really grew this week, working on them three times with uh, two times in training, one time with running. Shifting the way I look at myself in regards to Moxie Energetics. So previously to this week, I was looking at myself as a 50-50 face, if you will, of Moxie Energetics, my mom and then myself. This week, my mom tells me, it's your baby, run with it. So she's like, I kind of want to be in the background. I'm like, okay, 
all right, I will take charge. I will, I will lead. I will do the sales and stuff like that. And she's like, she just wants to support how she can while still remaining a partner. So I'm like, this is cool. Let's do this. But just like the shift in mindset that comes from doing something like that. And you just have to, I have to force myself to grow even more um, based on that new role, if you will. And also related to that, I, by the way, I did an episode on this. I'll probably post it. So hopefully I'll link that below. And also working with my first client who is Levi and I'm making mistakes and it's okay. And moving forward and doing things that are uncomfortable, but scary and growing a lot from it. Shifting my identity to a salesman. I've never really looked at myself as a salesman. I always felt like I'm a creative. I am a content creator. I am a, an aspiring entrepreneur. I am a creator of like solutions and like maybe I'm a technical person. I am a coder, like all these things. But now I have to integrate this new thing, which is salesman. And it's very strange. It's so out of my comfort zone, but I'm doing it with really good intent. Shout out Andy Frisilla. And uh, we'll see how this all grows me because it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of change. What am I obsessed with right now? Adding new music. I only realized last week how much music I fucking had. I added like 800 songs last year in my Apple Music library. That's a fucking, that's a lot of music. That's almost three songs a day. <laughs> fucking crazy. Anyways, this week I added almost, um, almost 30. It was a little bit insane. And I'm, I'm, I don't know if that's, is that, no, 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 that's above the average of last year. Anyways, I love listening to new music and I'll like hear things on SoundClouds or mix mixes. I don't think I do a good enough job with this, as funny as that sounds. I still need to do a better job because sometimes I'll like listen to something, I'll immediately search it in Apple Music, I might spell something wrong, and then I'm, it's actually in Apple Music, and then I never find it again. And then, uh, and also, oh my god, the most annoying thing is when people upload things only on SoundCloud but not on Apple Music. So, for example, Dragons VIP or Purple Dragons by Virtual Riot. Great fucking song. Has almost a million, I'm sure it has over a million by now, plays on, uh, on SoundCloud, but it's not on Apple Music. It drives me fucking insane. I wish artists would do this. Shadow Calcium, because he's actually doing this right now. He is uploading his old gems on SoundCloud as singles on Apple Music and Spotify, and I fucking love him for this. His music is incredible. I'll also throw in Reflect, and that's with a K, Throwback, and that's a great fucking song I found this week. And Phase One, Phase One's Transcendency Mix. Good Lord, that is a good mix. He's really skilled. Okay, reflections 43. That was challenging at times. I was, I felt myself judging myself a lot. I was running over myself a lot in terms of spitting over my words and just kind of falling on my face a bit. I'm even doing it as, as I say this. It's super meta. Uh, yeah, appreciate you watching and listening. Hope you enjoyed this a lot. Hope it was useful to you. If you liked it enough, please share it with a friend. If you felt it was worthy, please give it a five-star rating on iTunes or a one-star if you thought it was worth that. Um, please comment what you got out of this. Like, subscribe, follow, all the good things. And again, if you felt it was worth it. If you don't, that's fine too. Anyways, I'm probably going to go drink some wine right now. It's a Sunday right now. Hope you enjoy whatever day you're in. Hope you dominate the rest of your week. And as always, my name is Josh Moxie. And I will catch you later.